Welcome to Joy. I'm your host, Danette Crawford, and in every episode, I'm going to empower you to live a life of victory as I encourage you through real life discussions in powerful biblical teaching. No matter what storm you're facing today, remember, God has the power to turn it around. So let's jump into today's teaching. Thank you for joining me today for joy. I'm excited of everything that God is about to do in your life. Today, we are discussing a topic that's really a heavy topic, but God wants you to know that you can overcome the grief of loss and disappointment. No matter what you're grieving today, maybe the loss of a job, a spouse, maybe even the loss of a child, God will give you the grace to successfully overcome in the midst of the grieving process. Or maybe there's been a disappointment that you're dealing with and you just feel like you're stuck in that place. Well, can I encourage you today that this is not where your story ends. This might be the end of a chapter, but God's got a brand new day dawning for you. Today, our guest in the studio is Phil Capuccio. He's a great man of God that knows the pain of grief and loss. He's going to share his story with us today, and I know that you will be encouraged. At the young age of 20, Phil met and married his sweetheart, Karen. They were a match made in heaven. Phil would preach revivals, and Karen would lead worship. After years of traveling and ministering together, Karen began struggling with life-altering spinal issues, and she developed a lump in her breast. She became homebound. Her condition continued to worsen, and hospice was called. One day, while sitting at her side, Phil knew that it was Karen's time to go home to the Lord. He crawled in the bed with her and wrapped his arms around her. Within minutes, Karen breathed her last breath. At that moment, Phil got on his knees and recommitted his life to God's call and to his service. He vowed to continue to live his life with the same mission and zeal that he and Karen started with. Why don't you agree with the God who's omnipotent and the God who is faithful to his word? Overcoming the grief of loss and disappointments can be so overwhelming. But today, welcome with me to the studio, a great man of God who overcame, Phil Capuccio. So glad to have you with us today, and I'm so excited. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And I just want to ask, when you, when you realized that things were not coming out the way that you had hoped or expected, how did you deal with that disappointment? Well, Danette, first of all, it's great to be here. Uh, it was a number of years that Karen and I, my late wife, we were married nearly 34 years, and all we've ever known was ministry together. And uh, thankfully, we've, we've enjoyed a healthy life physically and a wonderful marriage. But uh, when Karen began to, first she began to suffer a spinal issue that became increasingly more debilitating. At first it wasn't bad, but then suddenly it took a turn. So we were pastoring at the time and uh, 
it got to the point that it became very difficult for her to function. And uh, so we made appropriate arrangements and uh, it got to the point she couldn't come as often. Mm. She led worship. Wow. So we, we were joined at the hip, mm. uh, not only in our marriage, but also in God's purpose. Mm. And then she went on a sabbatical, but she was not able to return because the condition worsened. worsened. It was a very, it was a combination of things. And uh, anyway, for over two years then, she was homebound. Mm. And you know, Danette, during that time, we just continued to believe. We're people of faith. Right, right. And, uh, you know, so we had, uh, Karen had scriptures everywhere that God mm -hmm. had made real. I was traveling along with pastoring a small church, pioneering a church. I was also traveling on weekends. My mom at the time would take care of Karen. And there was just grace. Mm. There we, we didn't question. Yes. Karen went through very difficult times, of course, emotionally, and I would try to be an encouragement. But uh, after two years, we discovered a nodule on her breast. Mm. And in a very, very uh, short amount of time, it grew and it was breast cancer. Wow. So all I could say is that we never spoke death. Uh, our bedroom was upstairs just to give the people a sense of the difficulty, because I know there's a lot of people struggling, you know, that might be watching this and you're experiencing loss. The loss wasn't immediate. It was gradual. Mm. And all I could say was and the grace of God. Harder because it is. It just takes such a toll on you. And when you're the one that's the caregiver, it's a toll on you as well. And you're, you, you feel helpless. You know, you feel like I'm doing everything that I can possibly right. do. And it's not turning around. But the lessons I was learning in the process, of course, you know, sometimes for the person on the receiving end, especially if they're a real doer, is a lot more difficult. But what I learned was Karen and I, before she passed, and I'll share about that, we came into a new experience of love. And I certainly did the agape love of God, where it was totally meeting the needs of someone else 100%. Because before she passed, the combination of her stenosis in her lower spine and the cancer uh, basically rendered her helpless. Wow. And so it put a greater demand upon me. But we discovered a level of intimacy in the environment of affliction. Wow. Well, maybe today you're in a difficult place like Pastor Phil was and you just need God's grace in that place. You know, it's challenging when we're going through things right before our eyes and we feel like we just want God to change it. God's grace is sufficient for us yes. and he's right there with you. If you need prayer, we want to encourage you to pick up your phone and give us a call at 757-420-2625. God loves you and he's there. Where you're at right now, you're not always going to be in this place. And God will give you the grace if you call on the name of Jesus. Pastor Phil, 
What would you say were some keys to you in the grieving process? Because grief is a process. And I always say that the process is a process. See, we like fast. When we go to McDonald's, which I don't go to McDonald's, but you know, you order your combo. You don't even take yes. the time to say what you want. You just say a combo number one. You know, we want everything fast, but grief is a process. What were some keys for you of how you were able to move forward after Karen's death and successfully and healthy in a healthy way process your grief? Well, grief is a process and I guess there are stages. I would say it, it had to begin when she died. Mm -hmm. She actually died in my arms in our home and it was just me and her together. But at the moment of her decease, when I knew I I have now suffered the loss of the most treasured thing I've had on earth. Um, I got on my knees and I surrendered. Mm. I surrendered afresh to God, to his will for my life and his purpose. I believe that was a key. And the key was I never doubted who God was, even though I didn't understand necessarily the circumstance. But he remains forever the same. So I would say the key to getting through grief is two things. That you would, though you don't understand, this is part of an overall plan. We're going to experience loss right, right. At, in, in this life. And so if you could keep that in mind and stay surrendered to God's plan and uh, know that he doesn't change. Our faith has got to be in his character and this great promise. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm with you always. He's with you in that grief and he'll bring you through. You know, I learned, well, I have a master's in counseling. And so I knew it from there, but I learned it in my experience. My brother died a few years ago of cancer. And I learned with my family that every one of us grieve differently. Yes, that's true. And you know, sometimes people, they have a sense of guilt of moving forward in their life. That's true. I always say that you can move on or you can move forward. When you move forward, that's in a healthy way. And you know, it was very difficult for me when my sister-in-law started dating because I was still grieving the loss of my brother. And even though there was a big time span in there, it hurt. And then I had to have a talk with myself and say, look, this is a beautiful young girl who has the rest of her life yes. ahead of her. So. I love what you said, that a key is surrender. Maybe today, God is asking you to surrender your will and your agenda and trust the Lord. You know, it reminds me of that scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, just acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. When you acknowledge him, you're surrendering how you thought things should come out. You're surrendering what you had hoped that God would do. You know the scripture that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Today, I want to encourage you. If you need prayer, pick up your phone. Give us a call, 757-420-2625. When it looked like Phil's story was over, God was doing a miracle behind the scenes. And God is doing a miracle behind the scenes for you today as well. 
Let's take a look at what Phil didn't know that God was preparing for him in his next season. Even as a little girl, Denise's greatest desire was to meet the right person and one day get married. Her dream was coming to life when at the age of 25, she got engaged. Much to her despair, her dream began to crumble when the engagement fell apart. By the time Denise reached 40, her dream had died. But then, after three more years of waiting, the Lord put it on her heart to begin speaking life into the dream she had given up on. Denise was at a conference in October of 2016 where Pastor Phil was ministering. After preaching, the Lord directed Pastor Phil to go to the altar where Denise was standing from that point forward, both Denise and Phil could not stop thinking about each other. In January of 2017, they had their first date. Denise knew that she had met the right one that God had her waiting for. In March, Denise and Phil got engaged at the very location where Martin Luther King Jr. shared his I Have a Dream speech. The dream that Denise had died to had come back in full bloom. In September, Denise and Philip were married. They have experienced a love and story that only God could orchestrate. They now do ministry together as a team and live as an example of God's power to restore all. Overcoming the grief of loss and disappointments. Sometimes when we wait so long, you can think that God has forgotten all about you. Or you can think, maybe I missed it. But no, if we just stay the course, God will turn it all around. And I want you to welcome to the studio, Mrs. Denise Capuccio. Oh, oh so my good gosh, to be here. it is so Thank you. exciting. Look what God has done. Amen. So in the midst of your grief, yes. Denise, you're waiting. I can relate. You're waiting and waiting and waiting. Let me ask you, so you turn 40 and you're still single. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, you know, I grew up in the church and, um, you know, just always believed, was waiting for God to bring the right person into my life. And I, I believed I had promises from the Lord in that area. Um, but of course, you know, in our, in our minds, you know, our time frame, could be very different than what the Lord has in mind. So, um, you know, I went through my 30s, and then, of course, I, I came to 40. And at, I think when I, I turned 40, I just said, Lord, I don't understand any of this. You know, nothing makes sense. But um, I just, I think I finally, I, at that point, I came to the place of full surrender, saying, Lord, not my will, but your mm -hmm. will be done. And um, there was a release, I would have mm -hmm. to say. And I just felt lighter, and I was really able to, I think, enjoy my life more. I, and I would look at what I had with so much appreciation, um, because sometimes we're looking at what we don't have, and we get this, we have that sense of disappointment and yes. hope deferred. But yes. when I finally just was able to surrender my desires to the Lord fully, um, it was there was a, a more of a lightheartedness, and I again I just enjoyed my life more, and I was more thankful for what I did have. In between that, yeah. after you turned 40, before you had that release, uh, you said that you went through a time that you were just depressed. Yes. You're like, God. And I, I can imagine you yes. must have felt like God has forgotten you. God's yes. overlooked you. 
Yes, I, I, there was many times like that. Um, I think, you know, you know, especially in the Christian world, you know, we go to church and there's, you know, we love family, we love marriage, you know, that, that's what we're all about as believers, right? And so when you're in that world, but you don't have those things, and it's just you as an individual, um, sometimes you just feel, have a sense of feeling out of place. Um, and I'm, and you know, Lord, what what is my place in all of this? And so there's, you know, that discouragement would set in. And I remember even just, you know, watching at Christmas time the kids doing, um, you know, a cantata at church and seeing all my friends' children up there and saying, you know, I don't have a child. I don't have um, any of the things that I had hoped for in my life. And so um, there was and you just had a sister 15 years younger. Yes, yeah. Wow. That got married. Right. Mm. Yeah, I have. Um, and never did I think that my little, you know, baby sister would end up getting married mm. before me. Um, so, but, you know, now you look in retrospect, the Lord had his plan. There was a plan, yeah. a specific plan that he had. But sometimes that's, we just have to realize that the Lord has a plan and our desires, you know, might not fully line up with what he has. And so that's so important to come to that place of surrendering. Surrendering to God's timing. Amen. You know, that is so important. And I don't know about you, but I don't really like waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the most patient person. And you know, maybe today you have been, like Denise, in a place of waiting much longer than you thought you'd ever be. That's the place where we die to our will and we surrender to God. What is it today that you're waiting on that you need to surrender? We want to pray for you. We want to minister to you because where you're at, it's not the end of your story. It's the beginning of a whole new season. Pick up your phone and give us a call, 757-420-2625. We want to pray for you today. You know, Denise, I'm a single mom. I've been a single mom for 22 years. My testimony is uh, my husband left me five days before I delivered my daughter. And what God told me was to stay focused, stay focused on raising my daughter and raising my ministry. And, you know, as I'm here waiting, God said, no dating. You were, you were allowed to date. Uh, You were dating and different things, but God told me no dating. And Mm -hmm. here I am, 22 years. And at different times, I'd say, God, I needed a word. And you know what his word was? I am not kidding. God, I said, I need a word. And God gave me a word. And the word was wait. And I'm like, God, do you have any other words? But wait, I've been waiting. What would you say to those today that may just have a sense of being overwhelmed? Overwhelmed. Well, sometimes it's overwhelmed and waiting and, you know, it could be any area of life. Sometimes we're waiting on, you know, a financial breakthrough, um, a healing, uh, a loved one to be saved. There's so many things. Um, but I think that the most important thing, I know sometimes it sounds cliche, is but when we focus on the Lord um, and, and not all, you know, focusing our relationship with him and becoming fulfilled in him, but also I found that when I got my eyes off of myself and my situation, and I began to say, Lord, how could you use me? You know, what is, what's something that I could be doing with my time um, in this season of waiting? And and when I my heart shifted in that way, um, I was able, you know, God did begin to use me. He began to use me in prayer. Um, I have a heart for this nation and praying for America. Um, he ended up moving me from where I grew up to actually the Washington, D.C. area. And... Um, 
I work for a love, wonderful organization, Concerned Women for America. Um, and so, I, you know, and it was like in, as I began to just focus, say, Lord, purpose, get, I want to know your purpose for my life. He began to open those doors. And I, I, I was so happy with what he put in front of me. Mm -hmm. But instead of just focusing on those things that we don't have, you know, and so that's my encouragement. Just say, Lord, what is it that you have? What, you know, and there may be things because of your situation that someone in another situation, you know, for me, I wouldn't have, um, you know, if I had was married and had children, I wouldn't have been able to just pick up and move to, you know, right. Washington. Count your blessings. Yes. And, and, that, blessings. and so it was like, wow, the Lord opened that door and I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I, I love where I work. I love what we do. Um, and so it's just a, a true blessing. Amen. Count your blessings. Amen. Well, and it sounds like that you had an opportunity to really grow and develop in knowing God as your first love. Yes that married people, I mean, I'm, I'm the same. Yes. I have been able to develop that place in God yeah. that some people that are married don't have an opportunity to. So tell Absolutely. us about that, making God our first love. Yes, I, I believe, you know, there was a season um, in my dark night of the soul, I would call it, um, that I just, I just became like, seeking after God, going after Him in ways that I had never before. You know, I was now, um, most of my friends were married with families. I wasn't getting together with the couples and, and the families. And so I would just go to different conferences and, and just be in the Lord's presence all by myself at times. And um, I was just so hungry and I felt like the only place I had true peace was in that the presence of the Lord. And I think that because I went through that, um, it, it drew me so much deeper. And I know that, you know, even to be married to Phil and to to now and be married to a man of God like him. I now I see the Lord had to walk me through that so that I could become deeper in him yes. and more rooted and grounded and in his love and knowing that the love of a man or you know anyone in our life is never going to satisfy us like the Lord's love does. Mm -hmm. And so I had to be founded, you know, to, to understand that I'm I'm rooted and grounded in his love first and foremost. And then you know, then he was able to bring that blessing. You know, it reminds me of the scripture, delight yourself yes. in the Lord and he will yes. give you Amen. the desires of your heart. Are you yes. delighting in the Lord today? Is he really your first love? I want to encourage you that no matter what you're going through to press into the presence yes. of God, mm -hmm. let him be your first love. Yes. And when you delight yourself in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. It may not be in the time you thought, it may not be in the way you thought, but it will be better because God's best, it's always worth waiting for. You guys are in the bonus round. I'm telling you, <laughs> Phil, you not only have a wife, I mean, she is stunningly oh, gorgeous okay. inside and out. Did you ever think you would be married again? And I know no, you didn't I think you'd be in the did. bonus round. Yeah, I never did. I, I never looked to be married again. I was married nearly 34 years and had a good marriage. And I was ready to just give all my days to preaching, traveling, preaching the nation, the nation. So I was filled with purpose and I was content in him. And then I was in a conference and uh, I ministered to Denise. She was up at the altar and I prayed for her and ministered to her. And I took three steps, Danette, 
and it was like Cupid shot his arrow right into my heart. I said, uh-oh, I know that feeling. And, uh, and, I, and again, I had to sort through this. And as I sought God, and we both did, uh, it's interesting, my pastor, who is no longer here, God uses him prophetically, a recognized prophet. And I called him up, and I didn't tell him about Denise, but I was in a five-day fast. I said, Lord, I need an answer because I don't want to be distracted. And I was getting very distracted. I never had that experience. Uh, so when I called him up, he had a prophetic word for me. Mm -hmm. And part of that word was, I'm going to give you the companion of your dreams. Wow. That was the phrase. So this is the companion wow. of my dreams. Wow. And you know, then I just want to say this, that one of the, there are so many qualities that Denise has that I'm overwhelmed with, and she's just top notch inside and out. But one of the greatest things is also how she holds the memory of my wife, yes. who she didn't know, my, my late wife, in honor. in honor. So she's such an honorable woman. In honor. Well, let me just say today, today is your day. Today is your day to surrender. That's what I hear Phil and Denise saying. When they surrendered, God brought them about their miracle. Today, I want to ask you, have you ever surrendered your life and accepted Jesus into your life as your Savior? The Bible says today's the day of salvation. Yes. I want to invite you to say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I know that you're the Son of God and that you died on the cross. And Lord, I ask that you come into my life right now as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Guys, God has amazing things in store for you. Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. You're going to get past this season of grief from loss and disappointment. Thank you so much for joining us today and thank you for being in the studio. God bless you. We love you. Thank you for listening to Joy with Danette Crawford today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. You can learn more at www.DanetteCrawford.com. Every day, we're making a difference in the lives of at-risk youth and single moms through over 23 community outreach programs. Will you give your best gift today and help us bring hope to the hurting? To find out more or to give a gift, go online to www.DanetteCrawford.com.